0: Ladies and gentlemen, how are you all today? Welcome to a very special episode, a very special midweek episode. This is our week away from wrestling, the special midweek top five countdown. I'm here with my Mining for Mayhem co-host, Seth. How are you today, Seth?
1: I'm very good. It's It's been a while since I've been on here, so it's very good to be back.
0: <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Hopefully, you've been doing all right.
1: Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Got an extra shift at work, so that's like an extra 80 bucks a week. So, happy with that.
0: Yeah, sounds fantastic. All right, so generally, the idea of this midweek special for our top five is to pick a topic, and we'll count down the top five of our own personal choices. So, we'll give our top five one after the other, and... Today, Seth and I have talked about what topic we'll go with, and we have gone for movies. So let's kick this off. Seth, starting from number five, what was your number five of all time?
1: Number five of all time. Also, before I begin, there's a very common theme with some of my choices, but my fifth choice is Cars 3. It was a good story like about Lightning McQueen sort of coming to terms with him being the slower car, with him being behind the pack, as we see him like Cars 1, Cars 2, they're not great movies, but we see him like a very cocky, overconfident person. And here he finally changes and adapts to the fact that he's not going to be on top forever. And the best thing he can do is help somebody else to reach their potential.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. I haven't actually seen Cars Three yet. I've seen Cars One, which personally I didn't mind, but right, Cars Three.
1: Just just a hint, never watch Cars Two. Like (laughs) it's a waste of time.
0: (laughs) I think I've seen the start of it and I fell asleep.
1: It's James Bond, but for kids. That's Uh, all it is.
0: Oh (laughs) Disney, of course. Next minute, Disney takes over the Bond series.
1: Oh, God. Jeez. Lord, help us. That'd be something, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. All right. So, my number five movies of all time, coming in at number five, I have a Denzel Washington old school movie going with Remember the Titans. So, a family-friendly movie about a coach taking over a football school, trying to bring them to the top, bring them a championship. And it creates the story of, back in the day, racism in America, so whites and blacks. And it's a real feel-good story of how they come together and succeed.
1: I think, if I recall correctly, I've watched that one in PE before. It's one of those movies that, like, you watch and you kind of it's enjoyable and it also carries a really strong message
0: yeah exactly and the music in it is just fantastic i mean they had one of the songs and there was um ain't no mountain high enough oh, what a good song yeah. but one of my the one i can't find on itunes Isn't actually a song, but it's literally just music and it goes for about seven minutes and it's just so peaceful to listen to.
1: Be good for if you were writing down stuff or just doing tasks around the home to listen to that.
0: Yeah. All right. So, what is your number four movie of all time?
1: My number four pick um, is How to Train Your Dragon 3. Once again, it's another one of the stories where it's sort of it comes full circle and Hiccup realizes that the best thing for his dragon Toothless is to be set free and live his life as the king of the dragons rather than live his life as Hiccup's best friend. And it's I'm a very big fan of How to Train Your Dragon 1 and 2. They were both great movies. But three just has so much more in it. It's got so much more symbolism. It's got just watching it again. It makes me feel like I'm a kid. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I think you've just made the whole um, the saying "It's never as good as the original." Saying redundant. Yeah. But yeah, another movie I haven't seen. So I have to. I'm pretty sure that's on. um, it's on netflix
1: right now if i remember correctly
0: if it's on on stan netflix or amazon prime i'll definitely have to go give it a watch all right what's your number four my number four this was a hard one for me so i've had a lot of movies and i really like and four and three were hard to add in here but I've gone with another one not many people might have seen, but it's called Clock Stoppers.
1: Oh, I and haven't heard of that one, I don't think.
0: This is another old school movie. I'm pretty sure it came out in the 90s. And basically, it's about this kid who gets bullied and whatnot, and he gets a hold of his watch. His dad's never around the house. And his dad's company is the one that invents this watch that can essentially stop time basically the science behind it is it doesn't so much as stop time, but it speeds up the chemicals within your body. So you move so fast that from your perspective, it looks like everyone's frozen still. And from um, their perspective, you're moving so fast, they can't see you. And basically yeah. the, what would happen in say, twenty seconds for you would happen in half a millisecond for them. Yeah. So you could go up to your enemies and for instance, pull their shorts down, run back to the spot you were originally in, and they wouldn't see you disappear. They would see you, their pants would go down and they'd see you and they'd be none the wiser.
1: Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense, yeah.
0: And they've basically got to stop the watch from getting in the wrong hands and he gets revenge on all his bullies. They've got to essentially shut down the company of the people trying to do it because it is a very dangerous weapon. I mean, if they could create it in real life, I'd be the first one buying one. I'd love (laughs) something like that. It really lets your imagination run wild, though.
1: Yeah, it does. But yeah, no, that's quite a creative way of like, applying it you see a lot of the time related stuff in movies but i think yeah that sounds like a really smart way of doing it
0: mm. all right so what's your number three number
1: three now once like you i was thinking about three four and five for a while and there were a few choices that i was going to add in like avengers end game and stuff like that the, um, the dark knight was another one but mm. for number three I've gone with Marvel's The Black Panther. Now, um, I watched this one again today, and everything about that movie was just, it was beautiful. Like, um, they, I think they won an Oscar for um, their, like, design and costume departments, and they really deserved that. The costumes looked authentic the areas that they were located in looked authentic and then Killmonger has to be my favorite villain because of how justified he is in his like in his way that he's going about it. He has a claim to the throne of Wakanda and really can't fault what he's doing. I mean apart from the fact it's somewhat racist, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, kill all the people mm. who aren't black is a little bit extreme in my opinion, but you could see where it was coming from through the story.
0: Yeah. Now for me, I'd be remiss if I didn't put a Disney movie on. <laughs> so, I mean, how can you not like Disney? Yeah. It is agree. a huge franchise. They're more modern stuff I haven't really gotten into, but for me, coming in at number three, going back to the 90s again, I think there's a pattern in both of our choices here. I've got really yeah. old school movies. I've, actually, all three so far are from the 90s. Oof. Don't worry that mine aren't going to all say in the 90s, but this one is Toy Story.
1: Ah, oh, yes. What a movie.
0: I wasn't so much a fan of two, but the original Toy Story I grew up on. And it's essentially how you see the start of the movie where he's in his fantasy world is how I spend half my days thinking about wrestling and all that stuff. So I can really (laughs) relate to Andy. It's like, if it's not wrestling, it's something that happened in real life a week ago or a month ago or years ago or something I'd like to happen or I visualise and everything in front of me suddenly disappears. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> but Toy Story, just seeing those childhood moments and playing it, the amount of times I just, at least three or four times a year, I'll watch Toy Story because it is it is such a good movie and it's created such a good franchise. It's such a I wholesome story too. Yeah, exactly. And I haven't seen the fourth one yet, so I can't wait to see that. When it comes out on DVD, maybe. Unless it already has.
1: No, it's, it's still in cinemas, uh, if I'm correct. But a little, a little side note. Toy Story 3 used to scare me when it first came out. Mm. Mind you, I was only like maybe 10 or 12 or something like that. But like, there was a scene with lots of Huggins or whatever, and he was trying to kill all the toys, and that just scared me as a kid.
0: Yeah. When did it come out? Toy
1: Story 3, 2010, so nine years ago. So, I would have been nine years old.
0: I would have been 19. <laughs> <laughs> I think by that stage, I was, for the most part, movies I'd watch and enjoy, but I wouldn't show much emotion. Toy yeah. Story 3 was the first movie I had seen in years that had made me cry.
1: Ooh, hits the spot, doesn't it?
0: More specifically, the furnace.
1: Oh, Where yeah. they're going
0: up that little motivated... Not motivated, what do you call it? Electric... Magnetic. Ramp. Yeah, escalator sort of thing in the furnace. And all I can think of was, no, they're going to kill the toys. What a yeah. way to in the franchise.
1: And then there was and like... One of the toys was n- like a baby that got left somewhere and was really upset about it and then got replaced, if you remember that.
0: Yeah, well, how you felt with Toy Story 3 is how I felt with Toy Story 1. That baby from Toy Story 1 is what oh, scared. scary. Oh, God. Me. Oh, like, being a 90s kid, that scared me, that movie. More so, that toy. The yeah. Baby and the spider.
1: It was really and creepy.
0: Then, oh, yeah looking back on now, I love that sort of thing. What used to scare me as a kid is like me right now. (laughs) Um, How times have changed. All right. So what is your number two?
1: Number two. I've got to say all my movies have come from the past four years at most. It's kind of sad, isn't it? But at the same time, they're very good movies. And I think they're highly, like, they should be up there. Um, Number two for me is Detective Pikachu. This one came (laughs) out, it was at the start of the year. And as a kid, I played Pokemon like it was nobody's business. Like, I I was dead set addicted. And seeing, seeing it come to life in a movie so well, it just... It was beautiful. It sort of brought back that child in me once again. And then, like, um, they all, all the Pokemon seemed to fit into the world as if they were there. It wasn't mm. like a shocking CGI job, it, they were grounded in reality. I loved it.
0: Yeah, well, well I've seen the trailer for it, and the tr- the trailer looks like the movie was going to be garbage, but I'm thinking, regardless of how it looks, I'm watching this movie. It's yeah. like you. I- I've been a Pokemon fan. I started off playing Pokemon Yellow on the original Game Boy on before the Game Boy Color came out. Just the playing Game Boy, and then I went from there to um, Crystal. And oh, to that David. was the
1: one with Heart Gold. Oh, not Heart Gold. That was the one oh. with Gold and Silver, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, and it was the one with um, yeah. So Gold has um, Ho- oh, wow. Lugia was Silver and Crystal was. Um, Suicune, which as a kid I pronounced as Sushin.
1: Yeah, same.
0: And then from there, I never did... That was the last time I played Pokemon games until Black and White came out. And ever since then I've been crazy about them. The only time (laughs) I got... It's not that I got out of it, it's just money became an issue and my parents weren't a fan of Pokemon. So I had to play emulators when they were available. So I played the emulators for, for... um, at the time, you couldn't get Sinnoh, but I could get Holland. Yeah, and on top of playing the games, I've watched. Uh, I mean, I still play Pokemon Go, and I'm 28 years.
1: Yeah, honestly, um... Pokemon is a big part of my life, and seeing that yeah. come to life, like, and even like Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, he was hilarious and great. It was, mm. it was perfect casting, and um. Oh, that there was a scene. I think they turned Ditto into like they made Ditto become a human, and it was so creepy and unsettling, but it was done so well.
0: Oh, I want to. It's just talking about this makes me want to watch the movie. Yeah, right, I think so. I'm
1: gonna watch it tonight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to search this up somewhere, Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> two I mean Amazon Prime has seasons three through to twelve, I think it is, or season four through to twelve. So basically the they have gold and silver. So they've got Johto, Hohen, not Johto, what did what was Canto. The, No, Canto was the first one. Johto was the second one. Yes. So yeah, Johto, Hoenn and Sinnoh are all on Amazon Prime. Oh, but, okay.
1: I think and Johto's that, on Netflix.
0: No, that's Kanto.
1: Oh, Canto. sorry. Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, My bad. so you've got Kanto and the last, um, you've got the current season of Pokemon um, Sun and Moon. And then you've got X and Y as well.
1: Is, I believe Unova is also on Netflix, or it was at least.
0: Yeah, might have been. Been a was because universe black and white and it's not on there now.
1: Ah, oh, that's a shame. Uh, anyway, your number two. Uh,
0: so this is where another thing starts back up. But for I, my number two and my number one was so hard to pick. I originally had this at my number one, but my number one I've been watching a lot more of this or a lot more of it because it's also been out longer. So, my number two is The Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't in a Joker. I roll my eyes back if I have the laugh down part. Uh, and being a massive Batman fan, I'm a villain. I'm a true blue villain. Down to earth evil bastard.
1: <laughs> Heath Ledger did such a good job of The Joker, didn't
0: he? Oh, yeah. He. It's such a shame what happened. I would have loved to have seen him in a sequel. Yeah. They were, as I think I said in our first podcast together, um, they were talking about having a the Dark Knight Returns. Instead of Bane, they were talking about it being the Riddler and being played by um, Johnny Depp.
1: I'd still love to see Johnny Depp play the Riddler or something like that.
0: Oh, yeah. That role is made for him. Yeah. He was born for that role. Alright, so before we get to the number ones, let's do some honourable mentions for those movies that are really good but didn't make the list.
1: You can go first with your honourable mentions.
0: Alright, so one of them I've got is The Condemned. So that's a Stone Cold Steve Austin movie where they basically take prisoners on death row from all around the world and make a internet show out of it and basically the inmates have to fight each other on this island with all anything they can find and they've got 24 hours and they've got ankle um bombs that, or attached to or whatever they call attached to their ankles basically if they try and take it off they blow up If the pin is removed, they blow up. So that's another way you can kill your enemies. If there's no winner after 24 hours, they all blow up. And it is such a good movie. So what's another one that's an honourable mention for you?
1: Honourable mention? Well, I've got a few. Like, Hmm. honourable mention for me was Dark Knight, Avengers Endgame, Logan, Wolverine's death was very sad there um, I also like um, oh, 10 things I hate about you it was so yes. close to being in there for me so close but yeah it just fell short in my opinion
0: mm. um, yeah a few more honorable mentions I've got as I said in the group chat well not group chat our DMs is 13, it's called Thirteen, I believe. It's a Korean movie, and it's sort of like Twelve Rounds, but he's fighting to save his family, and he's got to go through thirteen different trials. And it's a lot more gruesome than Twelve Rounds, a lot more bloody, horrifying, thoroughly enjoying. Not that I could understand what they were saying, but that's what subtitles are good for. I've got um. Star Wars, the depending on how you want to call it, whether you call it the sixth one or the third one. Um, not
1: revenge, no,
0: yeah, the Revenge Revenge of the Sith, yeah, with um, Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader. There's Fighting with My Family and Suicide Squad. So, Seth, what is your number one? all-time favourite movie.
1: My number one all-time favourite movie. Alright, well, this one came out December of 2018, 26th of December for us Australians. It was a reboot of a movie that's been done many times over. It involved many sort of amazing characters, and it had Nicolas Cage in it. Ooh. This was Into the Spider Verse. Um, <laughs> I had it here without a shadow of a doubt. It was my number one movie. It was built so perfectly and it was a comic book come to life, which I think has only ever been done by Watchmen successfully. Mm. And it's full of symbolism. It's full of good music. It's full of good art. And we saw we saw the good old, oh, your uncle's dying Spider-Man sort of thing, like with Uncle Aaron dying. But it felt yeah. different because it was drawn. It felt different because it was a different story. And as much as we see, we've seen so many Spider-Man reboots, this was yeah. a Spider-Man reboot that knew it was a Spider-Man reboot. It was so good.
0: It's like there's a theme to your picks there. There's three different themes i picked up on. They're <laughs> either animated, they're not the original, or they're movies I haven't seen.
1: <laughs> or they're movies from within a year.
0: <laughs> <sighs> Alright, so my number one movie of all time. Sticking with the theme of Batman here and sticking with the theme of movies from the 90s is Batman Forever. And this was my movie with, that I watched growing up. This was the one with the original Redlock. And the stars in this movie there's some huge names. You had Two-Face played by Tommy Lee Jones. You had, actually, I think Batman at the time was played by Val Kilmer. Um, who was it? Um, you had the, yeah, so Tommy Lee Jones played by the Ridley. Um, yeah, Tommy Lee Jones played Two-Face. You had Dr. Meridian Chase played by Nicole Kidman, an Australian actor. Um, NCIS's LA Chris O'Donnell played Robert. And you also had, give me two seconds, so I actually want to make sure I get the actors right here. You had Jim Carrey playing the Riddler. And yeah, I was right, Val Kilmer playing Batman. You've also had Michael Go playing Alfred Pennyworth. And one of the Riddler's ladies, to say the least, was played by Drew Barrymore. So there were some huge names in that movie. And in that original... That was the third one in the series. There were some big names in those movies.
1: I'm going to be honest. You had... I've never mm. seen this one, I
0: don't think. <laughs> it's very old school. Released in 1995. Because <laughs> it, it was three... It was movie three out of four, because the original Batman was released in 1989. Yeah. And that had, if I can think of it, Michael Keaton playing Batman, Jack Nicholson playing the Joker. You had Kim Bassinger as Vicky Vale. Michael Go was still Al- Alfred Pennywise. And then after that, you had um, Batman Returns which was the second one in the series. This was one I could never really get into. The first Batman made me fall asleep. This Batman just bored me to no end. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Michael Keaton came back as Batman. Danny DeVito as Penguin. (laughs) Max Shrek played by Christopher Walken. Then obviously you had my movie, my Batman, the one I love, which was um, Batman Forever. And then you had um, the fourth one in the series, Batman and Robin. If I can find it here. All right, Batman. And that was the real different one. That was another one with some huge names in it. Batman and Robin, the names in that movie were huge as well. Batman at the time, probably the worst Batman so far, was played by George Clooney.
1: Oh, God. is that That's the suit where they couldn't move the neck, isn't it?
0: I think so. You had Chris O'Donnell reprising the role as um, Robin. Alicia Silverstone was Barbara Gordon, also known as Batgirl. Uma Thurman was Poison Ivy. Bane was played by Robert Swenson. Julie Madison was played by the Australian Elle McPherson. I think she's Australian. It was the last time Michael Goh played Alfred Pennyworth, the only person to be in all four movies other than Pat Hingle, who was um, Commissioner Gordon. Um, you had Mr. Freeze in there, also played by Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Gee, so his movies had a lot of stars.
0: Yeah. But Batman Forever, the one with um, Chris O'Donnell and Val Kilmer and Nicole Kidman, that is definitely my number one movie of all time. I grew up watching that movie, and I still love watching that movie. I've watched that movie probably more than anything else. The only one that even comes close to it is The Dark Knight. And that was released like 10 years later. Yeah. Because Dark Knight was movie number 2 of the series. Because that that first one in the Dark Knight series which was um
1: Batman Begins was it? A... No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was Batman Begins. That was horrible. I've never actually seen that.
1: I've only seen um, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises.
0: Mm. Wasn't a fan of The Dark Knight Rises either. I like the character. Yeah. All right, so that's our list of top five movies of all time. We're going to put a poll up on Twitter, so we'll remind you again what our top movie of all time is, and you can vote for who had the better pick. I went for Batman Forever from... 1995 and Seth your movie was
1: Into the Spider-Verse from 2018
0: Into the Spider-Verse both great choices so we'll put that post up and we'll let you guys vote on who had the better pick actually I've quite enjoyed this so what I'm thinking is instead of making this a midweek special we do this on a regular basis yeah. So we'll do the Mining for Mayhem podcast, but we'll also do the mid- mid-week, the Mining for Mayhem midweek special top five countdown, and we'll do a different topic every week. How's that sound?
1: Sounds all right,
0: I reckon. Yeah. All right. So until next time, I'm Ben at Aussie Lucian.
1: And I'm Seth at Peggles underscore underscore.
0: And we'll see you next time. Bye. Catches.